Hi, and welcome John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon. A little baseball in the open there. That was Kelly Fisher with the Rangers, who was on with us earlier this week. Looking forward to a trip to Arlington tonight. Rangers and Mariners. Yeah, looking forward to the game, but uh, looking forward to the new ballpark there and Baylor night at uh, Globe Life Field coming up this evening. Talk about that. Talk some NBA drafts. Scott Drew will join us in a bit. That'll be great. He is just back from New York City where the NBA draft was held last night. You know by now uh, two Baylor players selected. uh, Davion Mitchell, the ninth pick overall in the first round, uh, going to Sacramento. And then Jared Butler, the 40th pick overall, drafted by New Orleans and drafted with the intent of trading him to Utah, and that has happened to the Utah Jazz. So the Baylor influx in Utah continues with Dennis Lindsay there as the uh, the GM. And then it picked up another step as uh, Utah signed as a free agent, Maceo Teague. So Maceo is headed to the Utah Jazz as a free agent. And then Mark Vidal was uh, signed as a free agent uh, as well late last night. So congratulations Congratulations to all. Uh, Mark by Portland. So congratulations to all those guys. And we'll visit about that with Coach Drew coming up in a bit. Glad you're with us, John Morris. Tom Barfield in studio. And uh, Tommy, appreciate it. Thanks for your help. And uh, how about the draft last night? What'd you think? Uh, you know, I watched um, pretty much most of it. And I, I thought ABC, their, the ABC coverage was really good. I yeah. thought it was entertaining. It was fun. You know, that draft goes pretty darn quick. I mean, they get after it. I mean, a lot of times they're in a commercial break and, uh, and they're, and they're just putting on the screen, uh, this player's taken. This player's taken. So yeah, it, it was it was fun to watch. It moves. That's yeah. good too. Yeah. I think. You I, I know? like that. Yeah. No, no reason to drag. What does the NFL do? Fifteen minutes yeah, between a, picks yeah, in the first round. And, and I get that early, but you, yeah. you've got an idea of who you want. You're, right. You've, your board's there. It's ready to go. Why do you wait to the fourteenth minute or what? I, I don't know. But I like the way the NBA did it, and I like that the fact uh, that the NBA drafted, if you will, that young man. Uh, oh, the, yeah, from, yeah. Wasn't that moving? That was nice. Yeah, that was I, nice. It, they just do it right. Yeah, Terrence Clark, mm-hmm. who was killed in a car wreck. And, Kentucky? Yeah, from yeah, Kentucky, right. exactly. Yeah. So very nice, uh, very moving moment. Mm-hmm. Remember a few years ago, they did that with Isaiah Austin. Right. Isaiah was one of the top prospects, and uh, then when it was ruled you know, that he just health-wise – could not continue to play, um, they drafted him. Kind of an honorary pick, and that was really, really cool. It just meant the world to mm-hmm. Isaiah. And, and, and I can imagine. And, and don't you know what that did for that young man's family last yeah. night? Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Really it, nice. Very nice touch. Well done mm-hmm. by the NBA. We'll talk more about it. Coach Drew was there last night. Uh, and, and did you notice this, that uh, Davion Mitchell was there. Mm-hmm. Jared was home in Louisiana. But Davion and Coach Drew was there. David Kay was there mm-hmm. from Athletic Communications. Um, and Davion had some uh, special guests with him. Now, y- you think, you know, who might that be? Family? Yeah, for sure. Uh, who else? A coach? Yeah, for sure. You know, right. Coach Drew was there. But three of the Baylor uh, grad assistants were there as guests of Davion Mitchell last night. Did you, it, it, what was funny is uh, Scott when Scott was on, he was he said, "Hey, they're here to work him out." <laughs> <laughs> I 
dead true. <laughs> because he is so intent on getting in the gym every yeah, day. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, but I thought that was fun. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Rem Bacamus was there. Uh, Peyton Prudhomme and Matt Gray were the three GAs from Baylor that were there. Uh, there during, uh, during Davion's time, a couple of those guys have already moved on. Mm-hmm. Best of luck to them. But how about that? Isn't that a nice touch uh, by Davion to think that highly of how much uh, those guys contribute to the program and contributed to the Big 12 and national championship to have them as his guests at the draft? I think it was just a special night all the way around. Yeah. And then I, I saw, and I don't know if it was video or if it was a still picture of before the draft started, how they got in a huddle and had a prayer. Did yeah. you see that? Exactly. How yeah. cool was that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Loved it. I mean, the culture of joy doesn't end when you leave Waco. It doesn't end when you leave the Baylor campus. So that was very, very good. We'll talk about all that with Coach Drew uh, coming up in just a bit. Uh, baseball tonight, it is Baylor night at uh, Globe Life Field in Arlington, Rangers and Mariners. Looking forward to that. Uh, I've told Aaron this several times. He's tired of hearing me say it. But I don't know if I've told you, Tom, that uh, my son-in-law, Art Wellborn, is singing the national anthem tonight. How, how cool is that? It is really now, did cool. he have to audition? Uh, yes, because, I mean, the Rangers don't know him. They don't know how right. good no, they, Art is. That, that's, I mean, that's part yeah. of their deal is every, everybody who performs has to go through a pretty extensive audition sure. Uh, process. Sure. You think Van Cliburn before he <laughs> – remember the first game yeah. ever at, yeah. uh, at uh, Ballpark in Arlington? Right, right. Oh, that was spectacular. Yeah. I don't know if they made him audition. Probably they, not. They didn't know Art. We recommended him, you know, for mm-hmm. Baylor night. And uh, and the guy said, yeah, could you just video you singing it and send it to us? And sure. Art said, sure, no problem. And he sends it, and the guy, Jeremy Christopher, with the uh, uh, ranger sends a note back and says something like, that works. I think that's all he said, that works. And I'm, I'm seeing that. I was copied on the email. And I, I've seen the video. I know how good Art is. Mm-hmm. I know how talented he mm-hmm. is. And I'm thinking, that works what are you talking about? <laughs> this is the greatest national anthem you're ever going to have in the ballpark. I, I just I expected him to say, wow, that's really good. Really looking forward to it. And he said, that works. Yeah. <laughs> does, he get to, does he get to do the uh, God Bless America in the seventh inning stretch? Or? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, hadn't, I, don't, I don't. He hadn't said anything to me about that. Huh. Yeah. That'd be interesting to see National what they anthem. do. Yeah. Yeah. But, but very cool. I mean, very gets, cool. Uh, you know, there may be 25, 30,000 people that he gets to perform <laughs> in front of. Don't mention that to him until after the fact. He'll, he'll be, he'll be well prepared. He, <laughs> he can handle it. So that's, that's a fun part of it. And our family's all going up there, you know, for Baylor night and to support art also. Sure. So, uh, it, it's going to be a fun night. We'll tell you all about it coming up on Monday. I, I don't. Will you get Joy Gallo's autograph for me? <laughs> Don't know that I'll see him. What do you think? <laughs> no, you probably won't. <laughs> on, I think on Saturday night they've got like fifteen thousand Joy Gallo bobbleheads that oh, they're going to give no. no. Oh yes, on I'm Saturday. At, I think it's Saturday that oh. they have Joy Gallo bobblehead night. How about that time? Yeah, that's pretty good, isn't it? Wow. How about those Texas Rangers? <laughs> well, you know when you put your your promotion list together, yeah, you 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 don't do it in a week. Right. I mean, so it was probably done six months ago, nine months ago, when you're putting everything together, no question, getting ready for the uh, for the season and. It's Joy Gallo bobblehead night. Oh. It's either tonight or tomorrow. I'm, I'm assuming it's tomorrow night. I don't think it's. To, I don't think yeah. they do like Baylor. No, night they wouldn't that. do that. No, so it's tomorrow night. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> How about, that How about one? the timing? Yeah, that's, that's good. So the trade deadline is uh, is today. I think yeah. three o'clock our time or two o'clock our time this afternoon. Man, there has been a flurry of mm-hmm. trades. Big there? time names. How exactly. about Max Scherzer exactly. going out west? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. 
yeah, a lot of trades this year, and uh, maybe they're not done. You know, there could be more. Well, I guess it's right at the deadline right, right. now. But uh, Joey Gallo uh, leaving the Rangers, mm-hmm. uh, who are going to pay his salary, yeah. right, for the rest of the year. It just sounds like an A-Rod deal to me. <laughs> Send A-Rod to the Yankees and pay his yeah. pay his salary. But, uh, yeah, you know, can I give a shameless plug for our show? Yeah. Uh, coming up uh, in the 4 o'clock hour, around 445, David Murphy, the former oh, Baylor great, Bear great. and a uh, member of the Ranger broadcast uh uh, broadcast. He's going to be on to talk about all of the late moves in the trade. So David, uh, you know, with his thumb on top of it, and yeah. we'll talk about the Gallo move, obviously, yeah. because that affects the Rangers. But uh, anything late like that, well, we're going to get David's thoughts on. That's so great. That'll be at four forty-five. I afternoon. love it when you have David on. Uh, he's great. He's isn't a great he? guy. Yeah, he is so plugged in too. Yep, he he's is. got it. All right. So that's coming up later today on Game Time. Uh, the game is tonight, seven o'clock. We got it here. We got the broadcast Absolutely. here tonight. Six thirty so. for the pregame. All right. Maybe they'll carry the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that? sure. You know, one thing I'm interested in. Have you been to the new? Uh, I have ballpark? not. Believe okay. it or not, I have not. All right. One. I went on a tour of it last September. Um, we had a little little extra time, even in September, That's when games were being canceled. Season. No, <laughs> games were being canceled. Yeah. And uh, actually, Terry and I on a Saturday went up there and took the official tour. Mm-hmm. And I, so I haven't seen a game there per se. That was a game day when we went, but we haven't seen a game there until tonight. What was your thought? Oh, it's great. It's beautiful. You know, and just, uh, you know, how pleasant is that to think about? You can go to a game when it's 99 degrees and not just sweat into your seat. Yeah, or or like we had yesterday afternoon about 6 o'clock, a, just a flash flood. That's right. That's right. That would stop. You know, I, I was there one 4th of July, yeah. and it rained the whole game, and they did not get to do the fireworks. 4th of July? On the 4th of July, it rained like crazy. Wow. Yeah, and finally about 1130 or, or so, we said, you know, we're going to Waco. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, man, but you know, that's not going to happen at the old ballpark. Right, so right, how right. cool is that? That is great. It is. I mean, they've mm-hmm. spent so much money there and Kelly Fisher talked about that when she was on with us earlier this week. But one of the things I'm, I'm most looking forward to seeing in action is they've got Chuck Morgan kind of out. You know, normally he's up in the press box. Right. He's two, two down from the radio booth, mm-hmm. but he's kind of a, a, on the edge of the concourse right behind home plate in sort of a glass cubicle. Really? So, yeah. So people can walk around and say, you know, kind of like a fishbowl. Hey, there's Chuck Morgan. <laughs> Let's watch <laughs> him work. But isn't that cool? Isn't yeah, that a great idea? It is. And he has done that forever. He has? Yeah. Now, he left, I think, for a year or two, went, went up to Kansas City. Right. And then then right back. Came right back. To the Rangers and... And, uh, you know, you just – I, I love the t- t- the way he presents a ball game. And yeah. there's, there's an art to that. Yeah. I mean, there is a special art to uh, being the public address announcer. Uh, and I don't know that I could do it. Yeah. I mean, because – I don't either. It's, it's, it is entertaining – the crowd. It's and, entertainment. And that's, and that's absolutely part of the And equation. he fits so well. Yes, he's he does. such a part and has been uh, so long for the experience there for the Rangers. Uh, he and uh, somebody named Adrian Beltre are the Rangers Adrian Hall of Beltre. Fame inductees for this year. Those two guys. How about that? August 4th. Isn't that great? Yeah, absolutely. So, do you know Chuck Morgan well? Not real well. I mean, yeah. we've talked, and uh, I mean, I know him a little bit. I don't know how much he knows me. <laughs> I'm just sitting there thinking, he'd be a fun guy to have on the show sometime. Oh, we have before. Just, oh, yeah. you've had him, yeah. huh? Oh, oh okay, yeah. good stuff. He's great. I mean, his background and just everything that goes into, mm-hmm. you know, the entertainment aspect of a Rangers game. Well, he's seen everything Yeah, in his years with the Rangers. He's seen the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, he's seen a, a World Series team, and... 
Unfortunately, he sees this team. Yeah. I mean, so <laughs> he's seen it all. But he comes to work absolutely every night. And he uh, he did a World Series last year when the Rangers mm-hmm. weren't involved. Yeah. You know? And you had to alternate between whichever team was the home team running, you know, their style, their music. God. And it changed, you know, from, from game to game because the home team, all of them at, uh, in Arlington, just right. alternated. Isn't that wild? Can you imagine doing that? That is different. One time you're pro – American League one time. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a difficult deal. Really did. Yeah. Good for him. All right. So looking forward to it. Hope I have a chance to – I'll go knock on the window (laughs) and say hi. (laughs) Hey, remember me? (laughs) Hi to Chuck Morgan coming up tonight. Rangers uh, and Mariners, Baylor night tonight. I'm not sure if there are any of these tickets left, but if you'd like to get in the Baylor group, go to texasrangers.com slash community nights. texasrangers.com slash community nights. That'll get you in the Baylor section, 134 35 is where that is and the uh baylor uh rangers branded hat that they'll give away if you buy your tickets huh? through them you'll get one of those yeah see this oh that's different a bucket this hat. year yeah not not the ball cap it's no. a bucket hat they've always done the ball cap before yeah. you know that yeah but different this year how cool so. is that i think it's great don't want me one of them <laughs> all right so that's coming up tonight we look forward to that uh we're off and running on this friday let's take a break we'll be back with more in just a moment glad you're with us a little bit later scott drew will join us talking nba draft and the baylor guys who are spreading the joy now into the professional ranks john morris show brought to you in part by diamore fine jewelers they're at 4541 west waco drive Back with us, John Morris Show continues from the Alan Samuels Studios, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Ram Spotlight Days continue. Ram is the three-peat motor trend truck of the year. The Ram trucks are the top safety pick for trucks named in 2021. Also, the Jeep Freedom Days are going on right now. Jeep, see the most decorated SUVs available. Jeep is built tough as nails and able to stand up to any challenging off-road trails or city roads or your next great adventure. Part of the family at Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. All right, John Morris, Tom Barfield back. We'll visit with uh, Coach Scott Drew coming up next segment. Talk NBA draft from last night. And uh, it's great to have uh, Coach Drew there in New York for the draft. And he got some good airtime last night. He did. Isn't that great? And how, how huge is that when really the eyes of the basketball world are on you know ESPN and ABC? And here's Coach Drew front and center. And, and they're not – I mean – they're, they're smart. They, they know Scott Drew, and they know that he's just a personable man. And, and when he went on the air, he was great. I mean, yeah. he was terrific. I mean, he looked like he was at home right there on the set <laughs> talking to those guys last night. I thought that was fun. And did you notice ESPN on SportsCenter leading up to the draft, they picked one player to sort of follow, getting ready, tell mm-hmm. his story. It was Davion Mitchell. They had some features on Davion Mitchell getting ready and then followed that up, obviously, with the draft last night. See, I didn't get to see that. Uh, it, so that was on ES, on the ESPN. On Sports Center, Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it was kind of fun and kind of strange in, in the same way to 
leave the ABC coverage mm-hmm. and move to the ESPN coverage mm-hmm. for round two because they presented it very differently yeah. than they did on ABC. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, I'm like, is this the same event other than the draft of the background? So, yeah. But it was interesting. Yeah, it was great. So Coach Drew front and center there. David Kay was there from Athletic Communications. And uh, Davion Mitchell was there. Jared Butler was home in Louisiana. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, and Jared was drafted by the Pelicans and drafted with the intent of trading him to the Utah mm-hmm. Jazz. Uh, that happens uh, a lot, I guess, doesn't it, in the NBA, it, it seems like? It, it happened, I think, several times last night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it could, you know, they would come to the podium after the fact yeah. and make that announcement, which I thought was a little interesting. But, yeah. it, it, you know, it may be three or four picks later that they that they would announce, here's what actually was taking place with pick 29 or whatever the yeah. case may be. And then they'd move on to pick 33 or 34 or whatever, yeah. you know. But at least they kept you in the loop on what was going on. Yeah. Or yeah. tried to anyway. Right. You but, know what, what, did, what did the commissioner say once? He goes, hey, I'm just reading it. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those draft night uh, moves around last night. But Great for Jared. Great that he ended up in in Utah, too, because, of course, Dennis Lindsay, former Baylor standout, is there as the GM. Uh, Royce O'Neal is there already with the Utah Jazz, and now Jared is there. And now uh, Macy Oteague also signed as a free agent. So the Baylor ties uh, continue with the Utah Jazz. And Davion is a lottery pick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he'll always yeah. be known as a lottery pick great? in 2021. Yep. Yeah. So Helped himself tremendously through the NCAA tournament to the Final Four to the national championship. I mean, his mm-hmm. stock, you could see it and feel it. It just kept rising like a rocket through the NCAA tournament. And rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he played really, really well, as they all did. Yeah. yeah. The thing that I've heard, West Coach Drew, about this, the thing I've heard about Davion is he is the most um, – uh, NBA ready or most prepared to step into the His league. His game makes yeah, yeah, yeah okay makes the transition yeah. well. So we'll ask yeah. Coach Drew about that. But um, the the best prepared since the comparison I've heard is Donovan uh, Mitchell. No relation, but that's saying a lot, you know, because it is a huge transition as it is from high school to college, from college to the pros, a huge transition. But these guys are going to do great, and it'll be fun to watch. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Baylor head coach Scott Drew was at the NBA draft last night. Get his thoughts not only on being there, but uh, his players uh, being selected. Two selected in the draft, two more signed as free agents later last night. Scott Drew, coach of the National Championship Bears. When we come back, John Morris Show brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, making memories since 1983. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon. As promised, we welcome in the head coach of the Baylor Bears, the coach of the national champion Baylor Bears, back from New York City in the NBA draft last night. Coach Scott Drew joins us. Coach, appreciate your time. How was uh, how was that quick trip up to New York? Well, it all's well that ends well, and uh, we had two drafted. I was hoping maybe to get uh, uh, three or four, but you know what? Uh, all got an opportunity uh, you know, uh, Maceo and Jared are with the Jazz. You got Davion with Sacramento, and then uh, Marcus with Portland. So, not only did all four win a championship, graduate, but they all have a chance. Uh, this summer to play in summer league and uh, earn a spot on an NBA roster. Wow. And we said uh, spreading that culture of joy now onto the next level. Isn't that great to see? Oh, it is great and uh, to hear their interviews and just how they've conducted themselves and. Uh, what, what's been tremendous is um, 
they've all been working out for a lot of the teams and uh, <laughs> it seems like you, you get the same uh, uh, responses after each workout. Uh, good workout or great workout, but uh, uh, unbelievable kids, how hmm. they uh, carry themselves and just how they represent uh, your program. And uh, normally uh, when there's three or four players from a school, you'll, you'll get conflicting stories or uh, uh, they're not all on the same page as far as who works and what's really happening at the school. And like your four guys, no matter who you talk to, they love one another, uh, uh, high character, um, speak highly of Baylor University. So uh, as, as a coach, um, you're just really proud when you hear people brag about your former players. Tell me about the night. You were there. David Kay was there. Davion Mitchell was there in New York. And uh, Davion, as a special guest, uh, invited some of your GAs to be up there with him. Well, what does that say about how hard those guys work and uh, really, again, the culture of joy that Davion has uh, really uh, a, a part of? Yep. Uh, no, Davion, he's thinking, I want to get workouts in. So he, he's like, let me let me bring up uh, these three guys so I can get workouts. Unfortunately, his agent kept him so busy with photo shoots and interviews, he wasn't able to do much. Um, but uh, uh, it, was a, it just shows you what uh, uh, Davion has to thank those that uh, not only are, are friends, but people that helped uh, that happen for him. And uh, uh, it was great to see. And uh, it was great to spend time with Rim, with Matt, uh, uh, Gray, uh, with Peyton. Um, and Peyton's doing great at uh, GCU. Uh, my brother loves him. The staff, uh, they, they made history going to the tournament and winning the uh, uh, conference tournament, regular season. So they're doing real well. Matt Gray just got hired at Boston College. So he's doing great. And then Rim's uh, newly hired at Arizona University. So all of them are doing well. And uh, uh, representing that culture of joy throughout the college ranks. Boy, that's great. That's tremendous for those guys to, uh, you know, really spread their wings and move on also. One thing that I, I kept reading about Davion was how NBA-ready his game is. Uh, I, I explain that, how prepared he is to step up to this level. Well, I think uh, uh, first and foremost, uh, uh, Charlie's done a great job with them and, and Dave Snyder and taking care of his body and then, uh, our, our coaching staff and the GAs that have worked with them. And uh, obviously, uh, Davion put in all the work and deserves uh, uh, the most credit. But uh, it, it, it's been a situation where each and every year he's gotten better at all facets of his game. We talk about his defense. Well, not only is his defense uh, uh, tremendous and he was defensive player of the year, but he studies film to get better defensively. And uh, uh, coming in, uh, one thing he never did was take charges. So that was something he incorporated and made it that much more difficult to score on him or get around him or get in the offense with that incorporated in his game. And same offensively. Everyone talks about his 29% three-point shooting to 45%, but people don't talk about his 41% at the rim finishing to 61%. And that, that comes in in uh, a lot of time uh, spent uh, working to improve areas, study film, uh, ball screen reads. Uh, he's really a student of the game. We joke he's addicted to the game. Uh, if there's a ball, he literally can't walk past it without picking it up. <laughs> but he, 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 he's put in tremendous work. And uh, the GA said they were going to let him enjoy draft night. They were going to let him sleep in until 5 a.m. <laughs> to work out today. <laughs> sleep in a little. Hey, Coach, it, it, it looked like 
the whole process runs incredibly smooth. And I was just wondering, behind the scenes, is it as smooth as it looks, or is it kind of chaotic? I mean, what was the night like from that aspect? Well, it, the NBA does. Uh, uh, they they run everything. Uh, they got a tight ship, and uh, um, obviously uh, everything's on on point as far as uh, where families sit and uh, when when names are called and how things work with the media and the car wash you go through afterwards. But uh, uh, at the same time, um, there there is between picks, especially in that first round. Uh, there is a lot of time, it seems, and uh, you, you do get anxious, and uh, uh, I know that's always hard because what happens is, is is you go work out for, say, 15 teams, and if you get good feedback, you never know um, who's going to take you and who's not going to take you because uh, a lot of people are secretive. So uh, you might think you had a great workout with a team drafting 20, and you think that you might go there, and then – so now you don't go there, so you're upset. Or at the same time, there might be a team uh, uh, like Davion never worked out with Sacramento, hmm. um, so he, he was he was surprised that, that he went there. And uh, so I mean, it is secretive because uh, if people know who's drafted who, then obviously if they want someone, they can move ahead of them. So uh, it, the night the night, especially in that first round, is is long, and you're you're anxious. And uh, I know it was tough for Jared because Jared was somebody that should have been drafted in the first round if it's based on basketball. But um, uh, I know medically there were still some concerns, and uh, that just weighs into the equation. The great thing is uh, he's with Utah, and and he's going to have a great opportunity there. Uh, uh, a great group of guys, had best record in the league. They like to win. Jared likes to win. So um, he's going to have that opportunity, and uh uh, I know he's going to uh, really excel and do well, and uh, that's 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 the good thing about um, uh, uh, if you're given an opportunity to be on a team and you're given an opportunity to play, um, that's really how you get to that second and third contract. And uh, so it's not always the number you're at; uh, the higher is not always better. It's what what place gives you the best opportunity to play, who believes in you, who's a good fit for you. As the draft went into deeper into round one, into round two, were you in communication with Jared? Uh, I, I, I text. Uh, um, I didn't want to call him. Uh, he had a draft party going on in his house. Uh, I was talking to his agent. And, and then sometimes you get calls from teams or uh, they're asking when do you think he's going because people might try to move up and, 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 and get to that spot. Uh, and – at the same time, you're uh, you're you're texting. Uh, uh, is there anything I can answer for you? So you're you're actually working a little bit sometimes too, because uh, you wanna you wanna help your guys any way you can. And you mentioned it several times. Uh, Jared might be the steal of the draft, going where he did. You know, at the fortieth pick. Oh, one one hundred percent. Because um, the biggest concerns were the medical concerns, and once he starts playing, it proves. I mean, Jared never missed a practice or a game at Baylor. So, um, uh, as he does that in the NBA, uh, uh, people uh, just like uh, you look at uh, Malcolm uh, Brogdon had a foot concern. Uh, Michael Porter had a back concern. And, I mean, uh, in the draft, they look for reasons not to take you. And a lot of times uh, uh, the doctors have a, have a big influence. So, uh, GMs, coaches might want to take a certain person and, and the doctors uh, weigh in, and 
again, once you prove you can you can make it through an 82 game season and there is no issues, uh, uh, there's there's rewards for that. And the most important thing is Jared's a heck of a player, so that'll take care of itself. Scott Drew, our guest, Baylor basketball coach, uh, talking about the NBA draft last night. Two Baylor guys drafted, two more signed as free agents. Uh, uh, Jared ended up with the Utah Jazz, taken originally by New Orleans, then then uh, a trade to the Jazz. And then Macy Oteague uh, as a free agent signed by the Utah Jazz. That uh, Jazz connection with Baylor is really, really strong, isn't it? Well, and, and it's because we value the same things in work ethic, character, uh, being a great teammate, a winner. I mean, there's a reason uh, we've been uh, uh, the successful program we have for two years and the last two years with this group. And the Utah Jazz ascended to the best record in the NBA. So uh, when you got a winning formula, you try to stick to it. And both of us kind of have the same same. Uh, uh, um, uh, formula and it, it's amazing when you're recruiting guys and you we, you know you know a lot of other coaches out there you know a lot of other people and coach p was saying uh, uh another uh i'm not going to name the university but another uh top 40 university out there uh had called one of our former gas who's a coach at this place a uh, 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 junior college and they said well would is he a Baylor? Uh, would he fit into the Baylor culture? Hmm. Like, not a, 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 could he play at Baylor? Like, would he fit into the culture? Wow, how about that? Uh, again, yeah, that's 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 a heck of a compliment. It is. So, uh, and it, and it, and it speaks to just uh, uh, the young men that have been a part and what they've done and how they've grown and how everyone's helped uh, as Mac prepares champions for life with all of us coaches, um, not only on the uh, court and in the fields, but. Uh, 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 besides the athletic part of it, it's, uh, as we know, academic and spiritual and character formation and uh, preparing people for life after uh, sports as well. Some other guys uh, that have come through here that have uh, been through a draft night, some of those guys were in town this week. You had your vets in town playing against the current team. That is that is so fun to see those guys come back and how much they enjoy being back here and back on the floor in the Farrell Center. Well, it, that's a highlight for us. And unfortunately, this is a weird year because of COVID. So um, uh, summer league's different. The draft's different. Like next year, the draft will be back in June. And then summer league will be sooner. So that allow more people to be back and a part of that week. But uh, uh, it was great uh, uh, having all the guys that were able to make it back. And uh, they get a chance to not only play with our guys, but get a chance to know them. And then those relationships uh, uh um, grow and uh, our vets are able to help them out and pour into them. And uh, you look at uh, uh, summer league. Uh, uh, you have Mark at Portland. You have Maceo and Jared with the Jazz. You got Davion in Sacramento. You got uh, uh, um, Joe Luau at Chihuahua with uh, the Suns. Mm. You got uh, 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 the Phoenix Suns, and then you have uh, uh, with the Raptors Freddie. And you have Ish Wainwright. So, I mean, that's a, that's a busy uh, – uh, if you like watching basketball and like watching former Baylor players, it's a, it's a good list to watch. Man, that's great. Fun to see those guys. And, and really great the way you've cultivated the uh, culture and environment here that those guys want to come back. You know, it is an odd year and the schedule's weird, but they want to come back and be here. And it sure was fun to see them this week. Hey, appreciate your time. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, thank you. And, that, and that's, that's everyone in the Baylor community. Uh, especially when our guys leave and then uh, get married, bring their kids back. 
uh, they just appreciate uh, the Baylor family and uh, the Waco community, how they embrace these guys. I love it. Coach, thanks. Great to talk to you. Appreciate your time today. Hey, you have a great day. Thank you. All right. All right. Coach Scott Drew, Baylor men's basketball coach, coach of the national champions. Just back from New York City, he was uh, he was on the broadcast last night. He was there in the room uh, for the NBA draft last night. He and David Kay uh, were there, and then the uh, three GAs we talked about, uh, special guests of Davion Mitchell, were there. And Davion had it, didn't have to wait long to have his name called number nine in the first round, going to Sacramento. Then Jared Butler selected 40th overall, uh, and then two others signed as free agents last. Last night, that was uh, Macy Oteague signed by Utah and also uh, Mark Vidal signed by Portland. Uh, Big 12-wise, here's the guys that were selected last night. Of course, Cade Cunningham, uh, prohibitive favorite to be the number one pick out of Oklahoma State. And he was taken by the Detroit Pistons. Davion Mitchell at number nine to Sacramento. And then Kai Jones from Texas taken at number 19 in the first round by the New York Knicks. That was it for the league, uh, three first-rounders. Four more in the second round, Miles McBride, Deuce McBride from West Virginia, taken by the Oklahoma City Thunder. Jared Butler from Baylor, 40th overall to the Pelicans, and then traded to the Utah Jazz. And then at 43rd overall, Greg Brown from Texas by the Pelicans. And uh, 58th overall, Jericho Sims from Texas to the New York Knicks. So three Longhorns selected in the draft last night in the two rounds. Two Baylor players, uh, one West Virginia, one Oklahoma State. Um, I'm going to say no Kansas players uh, in the draft taken uh, in the two rounds last night, but two Baylor Bears. So uh, congratulations again to all those guys, and especially Davion Mitchell and Jared Butler and Macy Oteague and Mark Vidal. Appreciate Coach Drew sharing a little time with us on a Friday. Let's uh, take a break and come back, wrap things up in the 2 p.m. hour. Thanks to Tom Barfield in studio. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Greenup Agency. Let your local farmer's insurance agent, David Greenup, put his experience to work for you. The Greenup the Greenup Agency proudly serves the greater Waco families and businesses. Get smarter about your insurance. Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency, 254-855-8889. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon. John Morris, Tom Barfield in the Allen Samuels Studios. Allen Samuels. Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Always fun to visit with Coach Drew. And uh, I, I started to ask him this. I felt like I'd, we'd taken too much of his time. But I have heard, uh, not from Coach Drew, I actually heard from Coach Tang, that they talked to other coaches and coaching staffs that had won national championships. Mm-hmm. And just to know, you know how to navigate those waters. And part of it is, when do you turn the page? You know, when... Do you? I mean, it's it's not going away. You right. know, it's always going to be Baylor's the twenty twenty one national champions. But when do you stop celebrating, basically, and turn the page to the next season? Yeah, when does the twenty one twenty two season begin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's from it. a preparation standpoint. Yeah. You know, it, just little things. We 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 have commercials or or what we call liners that yeah. run here, and I don't know how long to run them. I, I still like hearing them, so yeah. I, I'll continue to run them. But I mean, that that is a great question. I mean, do you do you stop at the start of the season? I, I don't know the yeah. answer to that, and and that is a great question. And the only way I guess you find out is to reach out to other people who have gone through that uh, that been through the 
have been down that path. Yeah. People they trust, yeah. you know, their friends yeah. in the industry. And and the the decision they made was July thirty first is the date. So really? it's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. So tomorrow's the date. Again, not that the celebration will end, but for the coaches it's like all right, we're going to work on next season. Right. You know, that was a great memory. That was a great season. It's never going away, but we got to try to do it again. So we got to go back to work. So July 31st is that date. So have have all of the all of the ceremonies that are going to take place have they taken place? I, I you know, it, are there going to be some things early in the basketball season next year that need to take place? I mean, there, how does that yeah, work? Yeah, there will be. You know, they haven't been to the White House. And usually a national champion, you know, goes to the White House. Right. And I'm not a part – that's above my pay grade. I'm not <laughs> sure if if those discussions are being held. Don Rogers uh, would be able to answer that. But you wonder if that might still be out there, a trip to the White House, mm-hmm. which would be really cool for these guys. Uh, there'll be at some point a ring ceremony, a ring sure. presentation. And banner? Yep, drop the banner. Probably, probably the first game of this next season is when you yeah. do that. Probably so. So – there are those things uh, that are coming up, but um, but for the most part, I mean, they're going to just buckle down and, and go to work preparing for the next season. Now, that's the coaches. That's them, and they're going to you know relay that to the players. Pat and I have decided we don't need to quit celebrating. We don't need to. <laughs> I mean, we'll turn the page when, when the next game comes up, but right. even then, Pat and I are never going to turn the page. <laughs> John celebrating the national championship. Why would you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, they have a bullseye on their chest. That's right. You don't. That's right. That's right. So uh, if you hear Pat and I still giddy about all of this, uh, even into next year, well, I'm not going to apologize either. Is it? Is it surreal? I yeah. mean, I mean, it, it is. You know, the thing that keeps hitting me in waves is. The magnitude of that, Mm -hmm. that is a huge accomplishment. And and obviously, we've been around college athletics, college basketball. We've seen teams win national championships. But to be, you know, in it with Baylor, the magnitude of that is just so huge. When you see somebody else do it, I don't know that you can appreciate it until you've you've walked that path. And and as a broadcaster, you're with that basketball team. You walk that path with them. Uh, So, yeah, I I can imagine. It's amazing. It's great. And I'm just so happy for Coach Drew and for all those guys. Uh, I'll say it here on July 30, (laughs) since they're going to turn the page. But it's tremendous. And you'll talk about it the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, I still talk about Omaha all the time, yeah, like it was yesterday, yeah. and that was 2005. Oh, five, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, a great experience. Yep. So much fun, and a great accomplishment by the team. That heck, you talk about it. Yeah. I mean, and, and it stays do. with you. It, it really, it'll, Absolutely. It'll stay with us forever. It no really doubt. will. All no right. Doubt. Thanks to Coach Drew for being on with us. Mm-hmm. Hey, Matt Mosley's coming up next uh, among his guests today. Drew Pearson will be on this afternoon. How about that? That is great. That'll be fun. So about 340, uh, about uh, 45 minutes from right now, Drew Pearson will be on with Matt. And then, Tom, you're back in here this afternoon at 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've already told us uh, a little bit of what's coming up uh, in the uh, 4 to 6 game time. What else do you have planned? You know a guy by the name of Ricky Thompson. <laughs> no, Ricky Thompson <laughs> okay, very <so> well. <laughs> Ricky is going to talk every week from now on until he gets tired of us. Nice. We're going to have Ricky on talking football. It nice. may be Baylor. It may be NFL. It Who knows what it may be. That's great. Uh, but we're going to do a segment uh, uh, with Ricky every week. 
and, and get his insight uh, not only as a broadcaster but also as a, a former player. He's played at all, obviously all three levels and you know high school, college, in the NFL, and and we'll get his perspective on what's going on in the in the world of sports, whether it be NIL, whether you know whether it uh, be uh, the portal, and, and boy, haven't those things kind of slid to the back burner here lately? <laughs> yeah, just a little. <laughs> just yeah. Thought, you know, but uh, yeah, we got so we'll, we'll have Ricky on. David Murphy, as we mentioned, yep. uh, is going to be on with us. Uh, we are efforting. Uh, David Kay from uh, Media Relations, as you mentioned, he was there last night. I just want to get his perspective of be good. just the night. Tell right, me, right. Just tell me about the night uh, and how cool that would that is. And and I just kind of made an executive decision here a moment ago. <laughs> Your interview with Coach Drew was so good, we may repeat that. An encore, uh, an encore appearance of Coach Drew may appear here on the program Very as good. well. So. so that's coming up between 4 and 6, game time with Tom and Ward and uh, Aaron here on ESPN Central Texas. Let me mention some birthdays before we get out of here. Uh, the big guy in the big office up the hallway here at the radio station, it is Gary Moss's birthday today. Happy birthday to Gary. Uh, let's see who else is on the list. Bob Woodard's birthday, uh, James Ripmeyer, Boyd and Therrell. Happy birthday to Bob. Mm, looking at the list, looking at the list. Brad Lamb's birthday today. Happy birthday to Brad. Todd Haney's birthday. Great baseball man. Todd Haney. It's his birthday today. Um, Grant Weedy, uh, used to work with us in, uh, fan engagement, athletic marketing. Happy birthday to Grant. Mike Bonney, former uh, Baylor baseball player. It's Mike's birthday today Todd Shelton's birthday is today and Mark Johnson uh, the um, play-by-play voice for the Colorado Buffaloes Mark uh, with the voice of God uh, it's Mark's birthday today up in Boulder so happy birthday to those folks Tommy anybody to add to that birthday list I was just looking I I don't see any to to add to the list gotcha so that's a good list happy birthday Mm -hmm. to those folks and uh, appreciate them and Gary Moss top of the list up uh, up the hallway the big boss the big cheese, the big kahuna <laughs> here at M&M Broadcasting. All right, we're going to move out of here. Matt Mosley is coming in next. Uh, Tom, thanks for making this work. We are headed to Arlington for Baylor night tonight. The uh, Bear, uh, the Bears, the Rangers and the Mariners this evening. Baylor night, Art Wellborn singing the national anthem. All of that good stuff this evening. Thanks again to Scott Drew, who was on with us. Coach Drew retelling stories of the NBA draft last night. Appreciate you being with us stay tuned matt mosley is next keep it here on espn central texas